This is a Hot Pie Original. Hi, and welcome to the Amy Edwards Show. I'm your host, Amy Edwards. I am, of course, so thrilled and grateful that we are here together and that you are here and showing up for yourself. That's badass. We're here to rock life, to up-level ourselves, to find ways to become our best version. And so many times it boils down to loving ourselves and learning our own tools to do that more effectively all the time. That's why we're here. We have a rad guest today, Bjorn Defoe, also known as the Queen of Shade on Instagram. She, he goes by all the pronouns really, but she is fantastic. I cannot wait to share her light and wisdom with you. And it was such a beautiful conversation. So let's get going with today's episode. Thank you so much for being here. Um, we have such an exciting guest today. She's so incredible, the Queen of Shade. And before we get to that, I'm just going to talk a little bit about something I was thinking about, something that came up in my own life, which is like a zillion things all the time. But one thing in particular, and I learned, I had already kind of been thinking about this. I've thought about it a lot of times, and that's just about finding gratitude for even the shit that happens to you, just even the bad stuff. Um, one of my friends was saying this to me the other day, he, Mike Davis, he goes by Mike D is awesome on. Inst- I, yeah, I think that's right. Mike D is awesome on Instagram. And he is, a, a an incredible person. And one of the things he said to me was, if you're happy in this moment, If you're happy right now and you're cool, then you have to be grateful for every single thing that has happened to you in your life. Because without those things, even the shit, you wouldn't be where you are right this minute. So if you've met someone you love, if you've gotten out of a toxic relationship, if you've stumbled into a job you like, if you, I mean, just, and you name it whatever it is, if you're happy in this moment with anything, which most likely you can find something you're happy with. Maybe it's your child. Like, I mean, I look at my children and I'm like, you know what? Great. Like everything I did has led me to this and these, like this beautiful connection with these children. So whatever it is, if you, even if you have one thing, everything that has happened to you or that you have done, even the, even the bad things or what you want to label bad, let's not label them. They aren't bad because they led you to this moment. They were just learning experiences. They were just growth opportunities. (laughs) Um, I'm not always about relabeling stuff, but I am when it comes to bad and good, right? Because we never really know. Like today's guest, Queen of Shade, Bjorn, talks about something that happened. She she thought she had backers for what she was doing. And when they, and and she was so happy about that, but as time progressed, she, they pulled out and she thought it was the worst thing to ever happen. But it turns out now she's making more money and happier without that and doing it on her own. And, you know, it's just that reframe. It's just that we have to give it time to show us the gifts that are there. 
And sometimes it's things like doing the bad label, whatever, doing the stuff that maybe isn't our greatest coming from our greatest self. Because that teaches us, that shows us, that led us in a direction. So I just, I guess that just really impacted me because it got reinforced as soon as Mike said it to me, it got reinforced in like several different ways, which totally surprised me. He and I were together doing a couple other things and we looked at each other and we were just struck by the fact that it was being reiterated. It was like the universe was like, oh yeah, did you get that message? Here it is again. And here it is again. (laughs) Let me just throw it in your face. And, and that leads me to thinking about signs, right? Because I, I talk about this in our episode today, which is so great and powerful, but we talk about signs and how so many times we're looking for signs. And I talked about this with Amanda a couple of weeks ago. And just so many times that's our own self doubt. But I, I did have a moment today where I was like, I need some signs. I just felt like I needed, you know, something to lean on. And I have an affirmation about that that I'm going to share at the end. So I want you to stick around for that, but we are going to get into like when we're needing those signs and they are all around us. They are all around us all the time. And we can just trust, trust that not only like everything that we've done has led us to this point. So relax because we're just going to keep being led. And then also signs are everywhere. And I'm going to have an affirmation for that at the end. So let's get to today's conversation because it's long and it's awesome. And I'm so excited to connect with the Queen of Shade. She goes by I am the Queen of Shade on Instagram. She has tons of music, videos, all sorts of things out there that you can find. And all of her links, I'm going to put this in the show notes. So you can just click one link and find everything, including Instagram but it's at flow.page slash the queen of shade. Easy. Flow.page slash the queen of shade. And she's an intellectual entertainer, but a just manifester and someone who motivates people and inspires people with not only her story, but her words. And it's so beautiful to spend time in this space and in her shade, which is absolutely beautiful. So uh, I am just thrilled to share this conversation with you today and be able to um, learn from this glorious, magical being that is the Queen of Shade, Bjorn Defoe. So again, find everything at flow.page slash the Queen of Shade. And um, anyway, this is just an exceptional conversation with someone who has accepted themselves being a gay, black, effeminate, cross-dressing man. Like, and you know, self-acceptance is such a beautiful thing if we can get there. And I'm, I'm stoked to share this. So stick around for the end because we're going to talk a little bit more about some points that were made during this conversation that really stuck with me and also our affirmation for the day. Y'all, I'm so excited to share about a couple of my favorite products right now. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about Sovereignty and that's Sovereignty.co. And I have a discount code coming in just a second. So Sovereignty creates game-changing supplements that take our workouts to the next level, our to-do lists become a piece of cake, and falling asleep becomes even easier too. That sounds so good, doesn't it? Because 
without sleep, where are we, right? So first, let me tell you about Purpose Plus. I absolutely love it. And it helps you if you're feeling unmotivated or need just that extra boost of focus and want a healthy way to do it. So it's called Purpose Plus. It's a blend of CBD and CBG, which is a mood-enhancing hemp-derived ingredient. There's also seven clinically studied ingredients with the world's best adaptogens to deliver results that you can feel immediately. Uh, The supplement empowers and supports your mind and body to feel better, be better and achieve better results, which I absolutely love. But you can't do that without good sleep. So their other product hits the other side of that. It's called Dream Plus. It relaxes and calms the mind and body. And it also helps you fall asleep more easily and stay asleep longer. Dream Plus contains five clinically studied ingredients, CBD and CBN and adaptogens to help heal your body from the day while you sleep. If you're not happy with your results, guess what? Of course, they have a money back guarantee because they're a good company and good people and they believe in their products. So if you don't like it, you can return it for a full refund within 30 days. And I know the owner. I've known her for years and she is an incredible woman. It is a woman owned business and they're going to be in here on the podcast sometime soon too. So I'm stoked about that. Use code Amy for 20% off your purchase and find out with no risk why I love my purpose plus and my dream plus. Go to sovereignty.co. That's S-O-V-E-R-E-I-G-N-T-Y.co. I'm getting that down (laughs) and get 20% off your first order again with code amy amy you have the best smile oh my god thank you thank you it glows so do you thank you thank you i do get told that and i bet you do too uh Mm. has your smile always been that big you know what's so funny yes since i was a little boy did you ever and, and what they always said to me, oh, you didn't have, did you have braces? And I'm like, no, I've never had braces. They Those just are, came in this way. You, yeah. No retainers. No, no. You were meant no. to shine with that smile because it's gorgeous. <laughs> I went Thank through you. this weird phase where I felt like my light wasn't shining. Um, it was about a year and a half ago and it was kind of a dark time in my life. And when I look okay. back on pictures in that time, I wasn't smiling in any of the pictures. Like I wasn't shining. Have you ever had a time when you felt like you noticed that maybe you weren't shining and were going through a dark time? Could you see that in yourself? You know what's so, you know, that this is a, that's a good question, Amy, because one thing about me is I'm, I've always been spiritually in tune. So even when I like was at my darkest. I still smiled because, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but I smiled because I knew somehow not knowing the method that I would get through it. I I knew. So like, like all of my life, when I think back, I always knew that even at my darkest time, oh, you're going to get through this. No problem. It's okay. It's temporary. Yeah. How? And I had How do you know very, that? Just know. You know what it is? It's 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 called a knowing. Yeah. It it's is. Kinda, it, it's a knowing. But um, I don't know if we wanted to jump right into that. But I have I have spiritual gifts like that. That also helps me. Um, one of the one of the gifts that I am am using and talking about right now is the gift of sight. So as a seer, I could kind of see my life 
getting better. And I didn't always know the method. Like I didn't always know the method, but I use this saying all the time. I always say, I am so very thankful that I don't look like what I've been through. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you look you look yes. like you've had just a shining easy life. Like look at you. You're like right. flowers and, and not, smiles. We're we're go, we're going to dissect it and we'll find out that it wasn't always so shiny. <laughs> yes. Just these two. <laughs> I want to dissect it because it's very interesting that you have this fullness to yourself and this fullness mm-hmm. of acceptance. And I'm mm-hmm. really excited to talk to you about that because I feel like it can inspire so many people to more fully Mm. accept themselves, even if they are, you know, um, unconventional, right? Which Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. are for sure unconventional. So where would you like to start on something like that? What comes Um, to mind? Okay. Well, I like the word unconventional. I do like that because that's exactly where I'll start. I was different all my life. I was different. Um, Being a member of the LGBTQIAP community, I didn't really quite know that early. I just was, I was speaking about this earlier to your producers. I just was myself. I was, I just knew how to be myself. I didn't know what labels were. I didn't know what um, responsibilities of those labels were. I was a ball of energy. I've always been that. And I, I just, I knew from the beginning how to just be myself. I always had, and here's the words, I've always had a very strong sense of self. It's just always been there. And that sense of self has literally saved my life because the world around me did not want to accept my strong sense of self. They wanted to tell me, you belong here. You belong here. This is what you do. This is what, this is what your responsibilities are. And so being a Libra, I'm a Libra, an air sign. So part of me, I would always say, like, even when I had to conform, because we all have to do that at some point or another, even when I had to conform to either stop an attack or stop brutality or, you know, fend off, you know, whatever was going on in my life at that time, I always knew you have wings. You're going to be all right. So being unconventional is something that I was labeled early. You're so peculiar. You're so different. You're not like all the rest of the boys. Uh, Why don't you do this? Why don't you be more of this? Why? So I heard that and I heard it and it was like, "Mm, but I like myself more. Oh, that's so strong. That's so much strength because so many times we give into that pressure. At least I know I have uh, numerous times in my life and um, cultivating that strong sense of self. It doesn't come naturally to most people. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. What do you tell those Mm -mm. people? You know what? Then I have to be honest. Let me go a little late. Let me layer deeper. Let's get deeper. That confidence and that, that, strong sense of self really was tested in my life. You know, when I was in college, I am now, I'm going to be 39 in September. Happy early mm-hmm. birthday. Happy early birthday. What, what day is your birthday? What day? Um, the 29th of September. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Libra. Cool. Yeah. So what happened was to really, really test that resolve in college, I went to college and my second year of college, I was diagnosed bipolar type one 
PTSD, having PTSD, which is now PTS syndrome, and acute anxiety disorder. Now, those things hit my life in college, but the reason why they came to a head is because, like you said earlier, I didn't have an early, an easy life. Um, my mother was 17 when she had me. Wow. My father was 28. So <laughs> let's talk about let, yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> I always say that's a crime. Everywhere I go, I say that's a crime, but we not that's that's their crime, not my crime. Right. So my father's crime. But that we started in the inner city of North Philadelphia. So Oh, it has been a climb. My grandmother was a teacher, certified teacher. She taught with the Philadelphia school system, the school board of education. That became, she became my way out. She became the woman that would lead me to culture and to understanding and to a better education. She did that. When I was about 10 years old, her and my aunt, they moved us to the suburbs of, uh, Philadelphia, which was uh, Willow Grove, Pennsylvania, about 45 to 50 minutes outside of the city. And that resolve was tested because I still had a lot of trauma. My mother and my father both were substance abuse users and there was abuse there and there was just broken family there. And, you know, I say all of this because I talk about this all the time. So it's not hard to talk about it, but it was just, it was a lot of brokenness early. So I needed that strong sense of self, Amy. I needed it. And it came from inside. People always, like people always say to me, how How'd you come through that? And it truly was my connection to the divine. I used to dream. I would dream about a better life. I would dream about me doing more important things than just sitting at the playground. You know, I knew that I was destined to do things. That's where I said that knowing. So I behaved differently. And that means when I was around children my age, They were playing. They were doing this. They were doing that. I was already different. So I was used to being by myself. I'd be sitting somewhere in the grass meditating, eh? (laughs) I love it. Meditating and focusing on my life and what I wanted it to be, regardless of what the statistics said or my birth said, I always knew I was destined to do something else. Now, get it. I didn't know what that was. That was very nerve wracking, not knowing what that would be or what it looked like. But one thing that also came with being unconventional was when something happened in my life, even if it was new, if it it was unique, a unique series of events, I jumped on it. I knew to jump on it. Like my soul was like, oh, take that, grab that. It was always that way. Let that go. Put that down. Grab this. Grab that. Take this. Take that. I, even today, live a very spiritually centered life. Even in my work, I, and and we'll get to my work, but even in my work, there is a constant communication with the spirit world. My ancestors, the divine, the spirit world. That has always been it as long as I could remember. Even being indoctrinated, I moved away from indoctrination after high school and kind of forged my own spiritual 
belief system, but that it was always there. I was always like, if you ask anyone who knew me, oh, he was always off singing to himself and, you know, communing, communing with nature, being outside, you know, just not like, I just always knew Amy. I just always knew like to try to under, to try to explain it anymore is just the fallacy to me because it really is. I just, I knew like I, and it was such a strong knowing that whenever I did what spirit said to do, I was rewarded. Yeah. So it's kind of like, even as a youngster, as a teenager, as a young adult, it's like, Hey, I did that and something good happened. So let me keep on doing that because the more I do that, the more good happens. So that it was kind of like that, kind of like a puppy. You want to be rewarded. You want to do the trick right. You do. The, it was very much a training. It what it was. Spirit was re- really training me. When you do something right, you get rewarded. When you do something wrong, you have to deal with the consequence. It won't end you. But now your your way has been barred, and now you have to take like five or six steps out of the way. You can't just straight like take the straight way there. And that's what happened. Yeah. Uh... What were some of those lessons? Can you think of anything off the top of your head? Yes. Okay. Number one, I was walking down the street. I was eight years old. I'm in the suburbs at this time, singing to myself. That knowing was always there. Spirit was always present with me. I remember being bullied for the sound of my voice so brutally. It just was so bad. It never stopped. Um, The physicality of it stopped the older I got, but it was still the emotional side of it. But eight years old, walking down the street, I'm in the suburbs, I'm walking down the street, I'm singing to myself. And I said to myself, to myself and to to my spirit and ancestors, I said, I like the way my voice sounds. Now this is eight. This is before, before puberty. This is before any change. I said, I like the way my voice sounds. Please don't never let it change. Literally. Wow. So that's eight. So that's eight. You start to get to about 10, 11, 12. They start to show you the the, the, the puberty video in school and they tell you you're going to get more testosterone production. Your voice is going to drop. All of these things. I freak out. I'm like, no, I don't want to lose my voice. So I remember that prayer at eight. I focus on that prayer. Puberty comes body goes through changes. I get taller. Everything happens that my, my form becomes more, my, my exterior becomes more, um, cut, you know, testosterone is moving and flowing. My voice stays the same. (laughs) My voice stays the same to this day. I I saw that you make music. I I did a little research on you last night. You did. You're so sweet. So I saw, and I was listening and I, and one of your songs that really got me was magic. Yeah. So I was listening to that and literally thinking about my childhood. Back to the story. Puberty happens. Voice stays exactly the same. I am now to this day at 39 years old. I am a counter tenor. That is a mezzo soprano. <laughs> to this day. To this day. We, I went through all the awkward times in church, being on the choir and having to sing soprano and all of the boys and the men making fun of me. I did all of that. But I liked my voice to this day, 39, almost 39 years old. And I'm a mezzo soprano. 
and I'm happy. Yeah, your voice is gorgeous, you know, and that, you. that shows you. so much of this power that we have within us, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. if we can tap into that. And so many uh-huh. times we overlook it. And you're uh-huh. such a shining example of of leaning into that. And that's mm-hmm. so incredible. And that it saved you. And it's just constantly, I just feel like I'm constantly getting these lessons in trust, you know, and mm-hmm. trusting, mm-hmm. leaning into that, trusting my sense of self, trusting yes. all that, and that it's going to be okay. And yes. um, like just this, just the, yesterday, I was like, oh God, you know, you know, I had a, mi- a minute of a sinking spell. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm curious, you mentioned your spiritual belief system. And I think this is a big part of that, I'm guessing. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you have sinking spells? Like what do they look like? Heck yes. Okay, good. Because I don't want people to think you don't, you know? No, 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 no. (laughs) Yes. And I'm glad that you said, I'm glad that you said that. I I want you to understand something and I want your, your, your viewers and your listeners to understand too. I am not perfect. Mm -mm. I have the same emotions that every single human being on this planet has. The difference is I have been given the tools to work through them. A lot of human beings lack the tools to actually work through their own emotional state. And the reason why I say that is because sitting here now, I've had 12 years of therapy, in-depth therapy Mm -hmm. because of the whole mental illness, bipolar disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, acute anxiety, and my childhood. It was hard. It was rough. It was, it was brutal. But I was given 12 years ago, I was given tools that I use every single day. Let, 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 let's go a little deeper. Well, I was just uh, telling uh, your producers this. I want to ask you real quick. Do you think mm-hmm. people actually have the tools, but they don't know they have the tools? Do you know what, Amy? I'm glad that you said that because that's usually what happens because even in therapy, You're doing the work. Right. It's not the therapist. Right. So, yes, I would agree with you saying that they have the tools. They just don't know how to work them. And you're right. I agree. I agree with that. Just a thought. I agree wholeheartedly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to encourage people because I don't want people to feel like, well, I don't know. I don't have the tools. You know, like it's like they're in there rattling around somewhere. (laughs) And like we're being shown all the time. Like if somebody's listening to this podcast right now, like you're being right. shown something right in this moment. So are you going to pay right. attention to the sign and right. like go, okay, well, what are these tools that are rattling around within me? You know? Right. So anyway. and you know what else, Amy? Yeah. I noticed too that most of the time we don't become aware of tools until we need them. You've got to need them. You're absolutely right about that. So probably yeah. the challenges that we face are actually, actually blessings because they are a gift to show us, a tool that we have. Oh, now, ding, ding, now ding, I know ding, how to deal ding, with this. Ding, <laughs> yeah. Ding, 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 ding. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So I'm, what I'm getting to is I've had, yes, a very hard, very challenging life, but I'm not upset about it. But I want, I want to go even deeper because you said, you know, um, I want my listeners to understand that we all are the same. Last year, I was telling your producers last year, um, and now I've been in business as the queen of shade. That is a persona I've created online for uh, the last five and a half years. Been successful, have global support, people everywhere. I, you know, talk about that. I, I, I reach a lot of people a year. But what happens is last year, 
I like I like I formed the whole. I was doing the whole artist entrepreneur thing. Mm-hmm. So I formed an entre- uh, uh, LLC about five and a half years ago for the Queen of Shade. It goes out of business during the pandemic. <sighs> My backers pulled out. And I'm telling you this because I want people to see. I was suicidal. I almost took every single pill that I have portioned out for over a month of medicine that I need because I take medicine for my conditions. I almost put them all in my mouth, got in my bed and went to sleep. I was so low and devastated. And the reason why I was so low and devastated was because I did not see the split happening. This was my family. I felt so betrayed. And these were the people that had in times past had come to my rescue doing this to me. I felt so betrayed that I couldn't even think straight. And I remember, because I did a podcast about it, I remember talking about what got me through that. I literally was looking at the dresser and I said to myself, I said, now this is the thing, these gifts, remember this knowing is there. So I said to spirit, I said, listen, spirit, if you want me to stay, I'm going to need you to say something right now. Immediately. Just like that. Spirit says to me, I am not going to give you a reason for why you should stay. I'm going to tell you why you want to leave. Yeah. So as spirit started to talk, spirit started to tell me, you want to leave because you feel worthless, because you feel like no one has paid attention to you, because you feel like you've been slighted, because you feel like all of these things are going wrong. And what I need you to understand is that is your perception of what has happened. That is not actually what happened. Mm -hmm. So that was a big dose of... I want to be a child. I want it my way. My inner child going crazy. I want it now. I want it now. I want it now. I want it my way or no way. And spirit called me out on it. And as spirit called me out on it, that feeling started to leave. That feeling of I could just get in the bed and do this because I realized it's not going to go my way. To be honest, never going to go my way. <laughs> not ever. Yeah. Not ever. That, that illusion of control. Amy. No, I, I know. Exactly. <laughs> and Amy, I really want them to, I want your, you, your listeners and your viewers to hear that. It is never going to go your way. Spoiler alert. <laughs> never. But if you are flexible and lean into the curve, Instead of away from it, oh, it'll benefit you. It'll benefit you. We need to start to learn to live lives that benefit us, not necessarily that help us get all the things that we want. Not, not, not going to happen. No. And let me just back up one sec. When you say spirit spoke to you, 
Um, yeah. Was it like a voice you heard? Did you like, yeah. I think a lot of people can doubt that, you know, and like, oh, no, that's just my mind making it up. But yeah, I mean, that is spirit talking to you, mm-hmm. you know? You know what? I, I learned this years ago, Amy. We all have a conscience. Your conscience is that internal voice of the divine built in to speak to even every single one of us. In in indoctrination, I was taught God doesn't speak all the time. Well, he doesn't need to because he built a conscience in that does that all the time. He doesn't need to. Your conscience, and, and get this, it can sound, like people ask me, well, what does it sound like? To be honest, it sounds like me. Yeah, it does. Well, well we are divine. Like we are yeah. infinitely connected mm-hmm. and we are God. I mean, if we're made in yep. God's image, yeah, I've been listening to conversations with God. So I'm way yes. on track with this. And so, yeah. um, so yeah, it's going to sound like us. And then, yep. and then we doubt it, which we shouldn't doubt it. We should trust that. No, um, we should trust that wholeheartedly. Yeah. The only person you can trust in the world. Is you? I know. Well, you had a yeah, you had a massive lesson in that then, right there. Mm-hmm. It was deep. It I was never deep. did that again. I apologize. Yeah, it was deep. I apologized to spirit in the universe for thinking that because it wasn't going my way, I could have the right. I could take up take it upon myself to just leave. Right. But guess what? You just said something though. Because we are God, we too can decide to leave. That's right. That's See, when we start talking like that, that's too much power for people to realize. They're like, oh, no, no, no. It's too much responsibility, too much accountability. But in that moment, spirit, because at at the same time, I didn't really want to leave. I just wanted it to go smoother. Yeah, you did. I just wanted new backers. Like, you see, I just wanted new backers. (laughs) You know, like, and it happened, it happened later, but like people, we need to stop overreacting so much. Yeah. We overreact so quickly and and hit DEFCON 4 (laughs) for something that we can really think out if we sit down and be honest with ourselves. You don't want to end it. You just want him to pay more attention to you. You just want him to notice you, to say that you're pretty, to say that your hair looks nice today, to say that the fragrance that you are wearing moves him or her. You just want to be noticed. You don't want to leave. You just want money in your bank account. Yes. Yes, Amy. Amy. Yes. Please. That's everybody. That's yes, everybody. Please. Just yes. a little bit more. Yes. 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 Uh, that's incredible. Yeah. And kind of brought a little tear to my eye. No, you're so right. Oh. And, and what a what a beautiful thing to to uh, apologize to the universe Yourself. or ourselves or both mm-hmm. God both. within ourselves. I, I did that mm-hmm. just recently. I, I felt like um I was just sitting in meditation and I was kind of doing that ho'oponopono, you know, where you, yeah. um, I love you. Thank you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Yeah. You do it. That's not the right order, but, um, but I was, and I was just kind of doing it to myself, like, sorry, I've treated you so shitty so I many times. That. I saw that. I did. Yes. I think I did post something about that. And, um, and yeah, you know, I feel like, uh, we can ask ourselves for forgiveness and then, and we then can. do it and then actually yeah. 
through it. You know, like that dark moment that you had, you know, so many times we can hold ourselves like accountable in some weird way Mm -hmm. where we're blaming ourselves and not forgiving ourselves and just keeping uh, hanging on to that shit that we did. And and yeah, I I think that's one of the hardest things to do is forgive ourselves. So good for you. Do you know, do you know, Amy, that we as human beings, we don't forgive ourselves. We are the meanest and the most brutal to ourselves. All of the brutality that I incurred in my community for being an effeminate black gay boy at that time, punched on and beat up, cannot compare to the damage and the hatred and the meanness that I did to myself. I had to work through it and it took me some time, but I literally was the worst person to me. So you're absolutely right because we can forgive everybody else, but we burn us at the stake. We burn us at the stake constantly. And it even You hear a lot of mentors and motivational speakers talking about that. You have to reprogram your self-talk because your self-talk is what does it. And And it's, and get it. It's, and what we don't understand, see, we think we go on and we, you know, we get on nice dresses and we look cute and we think, oh, it's over. It's over. No, it's never over. It's right on the other side of your face. It's right there. It will always be there with you. So you have to constantly forgive yourself, forgive yourself, forgive yourself. I'm going to be nice to you. I'm going to be nice to you. Because get this, if I'm not nice to me, how can I treat or ask anyone else to be nice to me? If I don't treat me the way I deserve, how can I demand it from another human being? I literally have to be the one to show other human beings how to treat me. So if I am not treating myself well, then I'm just giving them a license to do whatever they want to do, however way they want to do it. Because what people don't understand is, yes, we have all of these wonderful gifts. You know, I said I was a shaman, an oracle, a prophet, a seer. Guess what? You know what that means? Yes, I have gifts. But guess what? So does every single person on this planet. And then on top of that, the only person that can read a human being is another human being. We know we can look at each other and tell exactly what's going on internally. It's called being empathic. Human beings are, we are made to be empathic, to feel. That's our job. We grow by each other because then someone sees you and say, oh, well, you got up on the wrong side of the bed today. You're being awfully uh, uh, disingenuous or awfully mean to yourself. You know how many people would be floored if somebody walked up to them at work and said, oh, you're on it again. And you look at them like you're having a bad day and, and you look up and they're like, oh, you're beating your own ass again. Do you know the reaction, the surprise, the utter shock that would be on your face? Like, how do you know? You would look at them like, how do you know? Because I'm human. 
I know. Okay. And I know because I do it too. <laughs> exactly. You are exactly. me. I am you. Exactly. I am you. <laughs> exactly, Amy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. People don't, we don't, we don't hear thought leaders speaking about that enough. You are me and I am you. Yeah. I know what's going on with you because I know what's going on with me. We are connected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything that you just said, I just, that was super powerful. And I just, I just experienced that again today. And you know, I have those moments where I'm like, I thought we already did this. Like I've Mm -hmm. I've been working to reprogram this, but it's just a practice like everything else. And I Mm -hmm. had to, I had to really I let myself get too tired. That was part mm-hmm. of it, right? And I hadn't slept enough. I hadn't taken good care of myself. I hadn't been doing my right. regular practices and my habits. And it showed. And I mm-hmm. I could tell my self-talk was getting bad. And just like yeah. last night and today, and I felt like quitting. I felt like depressed and sad. And and I was like, you're. I just had to step out of myself a little bit and be like, you're going to have to treat yourself with a little bit of tenderness. You know, this is coming from a place of tired and all that. And right. so, you know, how are you going to deal with this? Are you going to go back down that path and keep beating yourself right. up? Or what are you going to do? What is, what does self-love look like right now? And, um, right. and I think that that's an important question to ask yourself. Like, what does it look like right now? Like, can, does it look mm-hmm. like you need to go to sleep? <laughs> it's look like a nap mm-hmm. perhaps, or, you know, um, and, I don't know. I don't know. I just really feel what you're saying. And I'm, I'm able to get back to it quicker. I think Mm -hmm. with uh, the more you practice these tools, the more you can get back to it quicker, you know? Yes. Yes. Which is tricky sometimes, but it comes with experience and you have been practicing it your whole life really and snapping back to it. Yeah. Long time. And you know what? I want to just plug this real quick. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Are you familiar with that? That pyramid Mm -hmm. that your family and money and, you know, and then when you get to the top, there's self-actualization. Thought leaders say that that is the hardest thing to achieve in life is to actually be yourself as you actually are. And, you know, so my therapist, we always talk about it and they always praise me because they're like, you're so out, so, so fully self-expressed and so self-actualized. And then people ask me, how are you so self-actualized? How do you know yourself as you are? And, and my story is quite tricky. Well, this is the thing growing up in my community, being an effeminate gay black man, not even a masculine gay black man, I incurred a lot of damage. So it kept me in a space where I had to stay with myself. So, and my therapist said this to me, she said, so in the hierarchy of needs, self-actualization was the first thing I had to grab before I could grab anything else, money, family, career, anything. I had to literally grab myself as I actually am. And honestly, None of this that you see before you that is online, that people know me for, none of it got born or was born until I actually self-actualized. When I did that, then the rest of it just started coming. Maybe Maslow got it wrong. Maybe Maslow got it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Who says that? Who says that's the gospel truth? Who says that's the truth? 
Yes, you're so right. No, you're so right. And get it. I don't think he got it all the way wrong. I think that he didn't. First of all, he didn't count on the power and the indomitable human spirit. First mm-hmm. of all, because mm-hmm. I'm a fighter. I'm not. Look, listen, listen, I'm a fighter. So that's number one. But then on top of that, he didn't count on the fact that you didn't have to go in order. I got this thing coming in all kinds of ways. Start at the top and go right to the bottom, then swoop through the middle, then <laughs> back up, you know, to the top. Then it, it doesn't go A, B, C. That's what he got wrong. It goes A, P, Q, B, D, S, E. Like it doesn't go, you know, in order. And look at this. Anytime you're charting a star or a constellation, you're looking at it and they've charted it. Yes. But they didn't, they just decided how to connect the dots. There wasn't a manual that said connect these dots and it's going to, it has to be this way. They charted it and got the Milky Way. They charted it and got Orion's belt. You know, they did, but someone had to say, I'm the authority. I want to go this way, then this way, then this way, then this way, then that way. And that's why we have constellations. We are the same way. We are the same way. And that's why people, that's why I asked you and you have people ask you like, okay, how do you do it? Let me write it down. Right. Tell me, tell me the steps. Like I'm so, right. I, I'm so like, I'm a Virgo. So I'm so like that. I'm like, yes. can I make a list of that and then check everything off? So tell me exactly how to do that. And I've had right. lesson after lesson that there's no map, there's no fucking exact, you know, path that I'm going to be shown. There's no pyramid that I get to build that I go, okay, first I put this down and then I put this down. It's not, life is messy and life doesn't, your path is going to be your path. And I think that that's a great thing to take away. Like when we ask, okay, how do you do it? You know, like I tend Mm -hmm. toward that. Humans want that. We want to know like, okay, let me know how, and then I'll do it. But the how is that you have to actualize yourself and then you'll yeah. just know and trust, which is you do. kind of messed you up because we wish we had that plan, but we don't. That is the plan. We don't. <laughs> we don't. Like when I started in college, I didn't get to finish. I had to do a medical withdrawal because of my illness. But when we started in college, you know, it talked about how we make biological adaptations ourselves on the cellular level. Anything that happens in our life, you, you like, say you, you make a change and you're like, you know what? I'm going to do this. You don't even realize that at the cellular level in your bra- in your body, your body already made the change to what you're planning to do. It's listening. You just can't see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just can't see it. And then I also noticed too, that as a scientist, as I was, I was a very black and white thinker. Most human beings want to be black and white thinkers because it gives you a surety. If I do X, then I'm going to get Y. And life is not black and white. It's like you just said, life is messy, but life is gray. It's gray. It's a lot of gray area in between the black and white. And we have to, and get it. I spent many years in therapy, crying and throwing things. (laughs) I need it to look like this. I need it to look like that. And they're like, it doesn't look like that. Look at your own self. Look at your own life. Are you black and white? No, you're gray. You're gray. Everything you want to do, it's gray. So I learned. I learned. I had a lot. That's the thing. I had a lot of drilling. Like I got a lot of lessons. Because you have to remember, I was medically withdrawn from college at 19 years old. So I'm 39 now. Yeah. So I've had 
lesson after lesson after lesson after lesson after lesson. And I started even my career, my beginning at 19. So I'm 20 years into this. But I said what I said about the the despair with the business and stuff to show you that at any moment, I'm right back there with my, my raw self going, you messed up. You fucked up. This is not, you know, this is not what we had planned. You've let us <laughs> down. You know, we have that whole conversation. And now we're going to excommunicate you. You will be executed at dawn. You know, that kind of thinking. And then you sit, and then what's worse is you sit in the cell thinking, knowing, okay, I'm going to be executed at dawn. And then at midnight, your conscience comes and says, you don't belong in here. We're going to do a jailbreak right now. So you get out. And it's just like, and then you think about it and you're like, Oh, thank God I'm not dead. <laughs> thank God I'm not dead. Thank God I didn't just go through with all of that. Thank God I'm still here because I actually love it here. <laughs> you know? And it's yes. Like, oh, I love it here. I do. No matter what happens, I love it. <laughs> I know. I just had a moment like that today when I was like, oh, I, I oh, like my, you know, I just, you just get like these little moments of like the cell and being, you know, in that little dark spot. And, yeah. um, and I have to shift it. And I'm like, no, I really love this. I love doing the meditations. I, and I love what yeah. I'm doing. And I love it. You know, and I was like, you just, our stupid minds get away from us. But you know what's so true, too? And I know you've probably already done this because I saw it on your website. Sometimes go off the grid with it. What do you mean? Go off the grid. What I say is, okay, meditation. There's a certain way you meditate. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, well, today I'm going to go over there and meditate. I, I made and a I'm note. I'm going to think of- about this. I'm going to think about this. Yes. You know, like, that's the thing. And you said it like, and you're, see, you're a Virgo and I'm a Libra. We're right there. We're I'm Libra. Venus. I am, so I'm a, a moon in Pisces and Libra rising. I think that's correct. Ooh, so, yeah. see, I am. And what am I? <laughs> Sun sign is Leo. I'm an Aquarius moon. Okay. Aquarius. Yeah. So I, I get the spookiness. <laughs> but, uh, well, no, but that's, you know what you were saying this, this is what you were saying. Uh, I made a note of it too. Don't go in order. You don't go in order. Yeah, and that's what I do. Exactly. I am a huge don't, proponent of that. Don't go in order. Yeah, that's all that. Let, let me tell you something. Life is the best when you don't go in order. I like, honestly, Amy, I was telling your producers before you came in looking so wonderful, radiating today <laughs> with your, you know, with You're your radiating. drink in your hand, your coffee in your hand. And, and I'm like, I was telling them like, I started as a recording artist. Now, if you call me a recording artist, I am offended. (laughs) I am offended beyond compare. I cannot look at you. I am offended because now I am this motivational being and this empath and this shaman and seer. And I mentor people about being there best selves. Like I, that is where I feel most alive is what I'm trying to get to. This made me feel most alive. Paying attention to this work in myself. Cause I can't work on anybody else if I'm not working on me. Mm-hmm. So motivating myself and then being able to, and I often, I often say this a lot cause I have videos I do on social media. My videos, they speak to me first, then to my followers. Same. So if I need something, I go there. 
And mm-hmm. I'm looking at what I said because it is really a channeling situation with me. So I go there when I need something and I'm like, whew, okay, all right. And then I have to sit with it. And then I have to own it because I said it. It came out of my, you know, infinite wisdom because I believe wisdom is infinite. So it's not something that is finite. So I believe wisdom is infinite. So it came, it came somewhere, you know, while I was channeling, while I was saying the lesson was for me. And then I shared it with the world. Looking good while staying comfortable. Uh, that's definitely a product of this pandemic and something that we're all striving for with how we dress these days. I know I am. And Good Life Clothing does exactly that. It's an American-made brand from the finest, highest quality materials. And their core collection of premium essentials keeps you looking good and feeling good too, meaning comfortable, soft, feels good against your skin. I love that so much. I've worn it. I own it. And I know of what I speak. So you can stop by their new location here in Austin at the Domain North side, or you can go online to goodlifeclothing.com. And if you use my code, Amy20, you can get 20% off your entire purchase. The code is, of course, again, valid at goodlifeclothing.com. So elevate your game with Good Life, goodlifeclothing.com. That's how you got to be. Start like people. We don't we don't allow big corporations don't tell you this. You know, the the society doesn't tell you this. They want to call you self self self-centered. But really, everything starts with you and then you radiate out. You project out. And that's the problem. Everybody tells us to start out here. And then the last place you end up is here. And it's the wrong way. It's the wrong way. Everything is supposed to go from here out. That's that's self-actualization right there. Being you, a spiritually connected, empowered, motivated being. Everything else is out there. But if you've got that, and you know what's so crazy? I'm sitting here and I'm just going to say this. You have that. What you need to understand is you have your moments because there's more that you want and that's okay. But you have each and everything that you're saying. You have a great light about you. I I noticed it when you came in earlier and I said something to you. I said, you look great today. And then you said, oh, thanks. And I said, no, your energy. You said, yeah, (laughs) your energy is looking great. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, well, no, physically you look great, but your energy looks great. And you're like, oh, okay, thank you. Like you, I I see like that. So it's like your energy is in a good space. And it's not because you're doing everything perfectly. It's because you're alive and you're kicking life's ass every day. Yeah. You know, I had an interesting conversation last night with some ladies that are just total badasses I haven't seen in a while, Mm -hmm. but I was an activist with them and we were all activists with Moms Demand Action. It was, it's about grassroots, like making um, the, you know, world safer and less people getting shot essentially. So, but um, we were talking about, some of us have stepped away from it in the last couple of years, including myself. And I was telling them, you know, I realized that so much of that is outward work. And I realized mm-hmm. I had to pull back and really do some self-work in that time. And it was just exactly yeah. what you were just saying. And yeah. it's an interesting balance. Like 
And I wonder how you feel about that, because I know that, you know, you care a lot about rights and things like that. And so it's interesting, though, like we can get carried away in those outward things. And I just found it such a good growth and learning experience to pull back within myself. And um, again, there's like a paradox there that we've got to do it ourselves and we've got to do that self-work in order to make any difference, really. And otherwise it can really bring you down, you know, that other stuff. And you've got to be so solid here before you can get out there. Anyway, I don't know. That just came to mind, but, um, it's so true. Yeah, it's so true. It is so true. (sighs) Anyway, that, that's, um, a good, (laughs) it just, it just made me think, you know, like how many times we look somewhere else and it's so crucial to do that self work and, um, I just keep coming back to it, you know, but you know what? You're so right. I, when you said that it, it cued me with something else to say. It's so crazy because when I started, let, let's go back. I started as a singer. Yeah. I write my own, I write my own music. I'm not going to plug. This is just, it's for a reason. Now you can plug what, if you want. I don't care. <laughs> no, no, no. Cause this, cause, cause I'm about the message too. Yeah. I'm about the message. It really is big to me. I love to help people. So what happened was I had had a couple of years where I tried to do it the industry's way and I was pretty much burnt out. I didn't like the dividends. I didn't like giving up the complete ownership. So now, mind you, I'm not by myself. I have a group of other people that sing really well, beautiful songwriters. We're in a group. And I'm like, 2008 hits. And I'm like, I'm not going to audition for a record label. And they're like, what? Like, this is our dream. This is what we do. Like, you've got to get a, a deal to get your music out there. And I'm like, I don't want anyone to own me because I realize the gifts that I have. Well, it makes me a little makes me a little teary-eyed. The gifts that I have, this is an affirmation, the gifts that I have were not given to me by mere men. So since the gifts that I have that were not given to, were not given to me by mere men, mere men should not control them. Since the gifts were given to me, I should be in control of my gift every single day of my life because it's mine. So long story short, When I started, nobody knew me online, nothing. I had to release my album twice. But the second time, it took off like wildfire to the point. Now, look at this. And this is the only reason I'm saying this, because I realized, come here. People said, well, you don't sound like anybody else. Your music doesn't sound like anything we've heard. It sounds like a different genre. What genre is that? I had to create my own genre of music. <laughs> now, mind you, while I was doing it, I was scared because I, all I wanted was a Grammy. You know? I do know. So then I had to, <laughs> but, but get this. I had to realize, Amy, that in taking this approach to music, the way that I did, I would never have a Grammy because I'm forfeiting their way and everything that they do and the way that they reward, I would be out here on my own. And that was the scariest thing. But as I kept working, kept working, kept working, 
now they call me. Oh, are you working on any music? Or And I'm like, yeah, I'm always working on music. Oh, could we hear something? No, no. Are you sure? You know, you'd be a really good fit to do this or to do that. And I'm like, no, thank you. I decline. But and they're like, well, you know, you need to get in front of people for music to sell. I'm like, yes, I know. And they're like, well, we can make that happen faster. Speed is not what I'm after. And they're like, what are you after? Longevity. For the rest of my life, I don't want to be the flavor of the month. I don't want to be what's trending right now. This is a career to me. So that means 40 years before you can retire. I'm 20 years in. (laughs) I've got a good 20 years left at 39 before I can retire. I'm just trying to make sure I have enough to be able to retire and not have to go and come back. (laughs) You know, like like what I'm saying is it became real to me. It was less about glitz and glamour and fame and recognition. It became more about the work, what I'm saying, how it heals the dopamine release from the music. Because, you know, music is very powerful. So it became a way for me to tell my story. My music tells my story. And I just said all of that to say that you are so right when you say it is about censorship. you got to really. And if you're not care- like if you're not careful, people will trick you out of you because they just want to make a buck. Mm-hmm. They just want to make a buck off of you. But you're doing yourself a disservice because, like you said, we are God. We are God, which means, and and fortunately, some of us tap into that divinity wholeheartedly. And it's like, oh, my God. Do you know when you tap into your divinity, money doesn't matter anymore? It doesn't matter. Because when you believe in your full self and know your full self as you are, money will come. It will come. It will come. Same way I had that moment of despair in November around Thanksgiving with about my backers backing out. Turn around. I couldn't even relaunch until April. Relaunched in April. And then all of a sudden, here come the funding. And I'm like, but what? And my accountant said to me, you know that the entire time you were in the in the, the company with your backers, you were taking losses tax-wise because you didn't make a single dollar of revenue. He called me and said, do you know that with your new business on your own, With your mentoring service being the forefront of it, helping someone else, you've made more money than you ever did in eight years with the company you had before. It was a gift. Didn't feel like it at first. No. It hurt. (laughs) Yeah. Like unwrapping that. I'm like, (laughs) it's like unwrapping that. And you're like, why are you giving me used Chuck sneakers? What am I going to do with used Chuck sneakers? Put them on. You're like, but they're dirty. Like they smell. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, put them on. And it's like, oh, but these are broken in. Mm -hmm. These are well worn. (laughs) These are good. 
for where you're going. I'm like, okay, so I'm wearing these dirty old chucks. <laughs> it is. It's uh, that's the thing. It, it takes time and perspective. I didn't realize that was November when that happened. It was so recent. Yeah, it was November. It was recent. It was recent. Wow. After all these years. And I, I was like, literally, I felt like the stock market crashed and I was ready to end it. Like I, like I was just like, because it was like, I have so many people that rely on me and depend on me and to not be able to go on anymore. What am I going to tell them? How am I going to look to them? All of that negative self-talk. And then I realized it's not about how you look to them. Mm-mm. It's about how you look to you. Get up from here and learn the lesson and then go back to them and tell them what happened. I was just reading something about that too. I don't know, yesterday mm-hmm. or something about how many times we go, oh my gosh, how am I going to look to them? And like, that's self-centered. Cause then you're like giving yep. yourself this big, important role in their life. And it's like, right. and it's like <laughs> oh, well, excuse me. Like they're going to care for more than five minutes. You know, they're going to go on to the next best thing. They're going to go on to themselves but, and probably beating themselves yes, up in whatever way they need. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you know what I realized too? I realized because because you're a star. I'm just going to say that. You're a star. That. Thank you. That's oh, very kind. So I received that. Having, thank you. Received thank that. you so much. But, but what I mean is when I say you're a star, it means that you are so tapped into the cosmotic powers that be. You are so tapped into knowing who you are that the sky is the limit. Shit's going to just start happening. Shit does happen. Have you ever, you know, gone out and you're like, okay, I didn't feel good. And this is that. And you have to get in your car. And you're like, oh, where did this come from? Well, I can actually use this. You know, like, oh, oh, that gives me something to talk about. That's a good topic. You see something you're in the grocery store. You see somebody and you're like, wow, this is that. And the other. Oh, but I could go back and use that on my podcast. Ideas are all around you and ideas translate to intellectual property and intellectual property translates to revenue. Like, it's just like, oh my God. So I don't, I don't get mad. That's the one thing that happens now when I'm detoured, I don't get mad. I do get uncomfortable, but then I immediately start looking for how I can use it. That's good. That's what I do. I was, I was just having a moment about signs today and I'm glad you said that because I totally agree. Like we, we, can so easily not pay attention to the signs that are right there around us. Like you just said right all that there. stuff to about being a star and all that. And I think that anybody listening should take that to heart. Listen to yes. it. You're hearing it for a reason. And like, who yeah. knows what little things just happen that we can pay attention mm-hmm. to every single second. And I had a moment where I was like, I need, I need some signs. I need some signs. And, um, I was like asking for signs when I went into my meditation right. day, when I was driving and I, and I was like, Oh my God. Part of me was like, shut up because they're always there. Will you just pay attention? <laughs> yeah. So open your I'm damn eyes. Way. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm like, I need a sign. I, I get that way. I need a sign. <laughs> and, and, and spirit will say to me, you're alive and you're still doing what you were created to do. That's the sign. There it is. That's the sign. <laughs> the ability. The ability. Because that's what people want. They're like, how do you have this ability? And that's the part where I'm just like, I came with yeah. it. it. It's it's what I am. You like have I, it, I, and I, you have it too. And you yeah, have it too. And then I go, and then I go, oh, but you have this. And this is how you use it. Mm-hmm. I do that all the time. 
Like I being where I am and especially in tune, I can help people use it. I'm like, this is how you use it. You can help people find it and see it because so many times we just, um, one thing, the signs so many times that's just our own doubt. Like, you know, that's all that is. Um, but you, but step, it's, it's easier to see it in someone else a lot of times than in ourselves, you know? So Uh maybe, uh, you know, this is a moment to encourage people to say, okay, if you can see it in somebody else, just um, remember that somebody else can see it in you. So it's there. That, that's (laughs) true. And I'm even going to offer you, I'm going to offer your listeners a tip. Oh, good. Buy a, buy a mirror. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Take no, no. And I don't mean we that just had ours be. right here before we got on the air. Right. We did. We did. <laughs> I have a huge wall mirror. And what I want to say is go in front of that mirror and manifest, see yourself and talk to yourself. It is not crazy. Talk to yourself. Well, that didn't go as well as I wanted to, but tomorrow's another day and I'm going to try this and I've got this. The more you do it, the more comfortable you'll get used to coming to yourself for help. I have been, pre- I've been preaching that exact thing lately. And yes. I'm so glad you said it because it's so true. And I got off my mirror talk the last week and I can tell. And mm-hmm. I've noticed when I have my mirror talks. I really try to direct them towards self-love, but they turn into little conversations, little yes. pep, pep talks. <laughs> and yes. I, and they, turn, they turn into a lot, a lot. <laughs> like I have literally, I manifested my business in front of the mirror. You like did. I did. Tell yes. me how that, tell I me how that went. How'd it go? Yeah. Like I literally was like, like literally I'm like, it was so, cr- oh my God, it was so crazy. I can see it. Like it was yesterday. <laughs> I'm like standing there and I'm like, okay, I'm trying to push the music. And I'm like, I go in a mirror and I start doing like these videos. Like I do them online. So do these empowerment videos. So I, I start doing the first couple. I love your empowerment. And I'm videos. like, yes, I'm like, you're on to something. So I go to the mirror. Cause I always do. I run to the mirror and I'm like, what's going on here? And I'm like, I don't really know, but I feel good about it. And it's like, but, and then here you go. Everything happens in the mirror, but I don't have props but I don't have stage hands. I don't have costumes. I don't have the things that I need. Well, if you keep doing it, they'll come. And it's like, really? And then my conversation goes, well, let's start with what you have around you. Do you have anything around you that's silly that you could put on to to get yourself in character? So I look around and I'm like, my grandmother, Excuse me. My grandmother is a devout Christian. Now me, I'm not. I'm not a devout Christian, but I believe in the divine and I reverence all deities because we're all deities. So she's a devout Christian. And the reason why I say that is because she's one of those Christians that dresses up on Sundays with these huge, outrageous hats. She had over, she has over 110 or 112 of them. I love it. I love it. So get this, without her permission, without her permission, I start wearing her hats <laughs> and getting on camera. And it's, it, it starts off as a joke. It's cheeky. Um, but, you know, people are looking like, oh my God, you got so many hats. Like you're wearing them. Da, 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 da. The hats are so funny. But then I go viral. And I realize It's not the hats that they're listening to. 
is what I'm saying. And literally, I remember I started on Instagram. I was talking so fast, Amy. It was 15 seconds. That was the time allotment that they gave you for videos. Just 15 seconds. So I was up there, like quick, like really going, like boss to the wall, going. And that went on for like two years. And I started to be known as, oh, the guy with the hats. That's interesting. Okay. And then my grandmother, she'll be 75 in October. She's a Libra as well. We're the only two Libras in the family. She was taking care of me because of this whole mental illness thing. She was all, she's always looked out for me. She's always been my right hand. She says to me, hmm, you didn't ask me to use my hats. You didn't, you didn't ask to borrow them. But you're on to something here. Keep doing it. So I had her blessing. So I continue. I've been doing it for five and a half years. And what I'm, what I'm trying to illustrate is each year, like literally my anniversary is New Year's Day. It literally is. She was in the hospital having her gallbladder removed on New Year's Day a couple of years ago, five years ago, five and a half years ago. And I said to her, because I started going viral and my page, my followers went from 10,000 followers to 26,000, literally overnight. And I'm like, so here I am, logical Libra. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not ready. I don't have a name. I don't know what to do. We need some, we need a professional outfit. She's like, no. She's like, but you are going to be called the queen of shade. So I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, that's your name, the queen of shade. (laughs) And anytime in times past, when you think of shade, especially in the gay community, it is to cut someone down. Right. It is to be mean. It is to be spiteful. It is to be vengeful. It is to make someone feel small. But that's not what I do. And what I do is I empower people. And when I first started, oh, I was angry. I was angry at the whole world. It started that way. But then the Queen of Shade became this vessel of encouragement and strength and fortitude. And what's so crazy, what I don't understand is I, I looked on the internet and there's so many other people that try to steal my trademark. But um, I trademarked it. Nobody else had trademarked it before me. And I'm like, as much shade as people talk, as much as people talk, know about this, nobody has snatched up this trademark, but it was meant for me. So I snatched up the trademark and year after year after year, it just became this. I remember. I started a couple of years ago, maybe three years ago. I'm like, I go to her and I'm like, I don't have any clothes, but I want to wear wigs. And she's like, okay. So we start buying wigs. I'm like, okay, well, I work out. Yes, I have a good body, but it's a little raunchy if I'm in a wig and makeup with no clothes on. I'm showing my bare chest because, you know, started as one of those men that works out a lot. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, you know, it, it doesn't really, the message is being lost. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to start to dress this thing. Then come the dresses and the hair. And I learned to do my makeup. And do you know, Amy, ever since I started, I don't really incur a lot of evil hatred online. I've had my moments, but there's far more love and understanding 
for who I am and what I do. But I said all of that to say, because I did this centered, I started with self and the rest just kind of grew that way. I said all of that to say that. So I didn't mean it story time you that, that I liked much, it. but like, I loved it. Yeah. But, but literally it led back. The bottom line is it led back to my acceptance of self. Mm-hmm. Me being me. And then I had to tell the whole world, hey, you might not know this, <laughs> but I've been a cross-dresser since I was about eight years old. <laughs> I used to wear my mom's, you know, high heels and dresses and, you know, so I've been doing this in secret since I was about eight. Now that I'm 38, 39, I think it's okay if I do this now because I want to do this. Nobody's going to kick my tail anymore. I'm old enough to do this. I can make the decision. So that's what happened. Funny stuff. I love it. No. And, you know, I was thinking about uh, the word shade, too. You know, a lot of it, a lot of times it's used as like providing shade for someone, meaning, you know, you can sit under my shade. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You are so right. It became that. Please keep talking because you you just hit it. I want your, your viewers to hear the breakdown. You said it. That, that's what it well, yeah. became. Please keep going. Well, that's what you're providing really is you're providing. Um, and that's that mental health thing, right? When sometimes yes. we need that shade, we need to sit in someone else's shade. We need to know that we're safe. It's like a safety. Yes. It's like a safety and a beautiful thing, which that's not to say you're not sitting in the light. You are. But I, um, but you're also providing that safe space for people, people to be themselves. That respite, that, mm-hmm. that respite from the sun. Yeah. You know, you can still see the light of day and everything going on around you, but it's just that that little respite for, for so that you can kind of catch yourself, wipe your brow, and mm-hmm. then go back out there and do what you need to do, slaying the world. Yeah, it's exa- that's exa- that's exactly what it is. It's just so yeah. much strength, you know. And then, and not only can you sit in it and take that respite, but you can also just realize that you too can. Yeah, get to that strong point to provide shade for someone else. I'm extremely resilient. My my therapist always tells me. Oh that that's yeah, you been are. The one thing. <laughs> no, no, yeah, right. you are. And you know <laughs> that's, what? That's that's, my, that's one of the best qualities yeah. that we can have is resilience. Yeah. I, I got asked what my superpowers were the other day for some little profile that was being done mm-hmm. online, and, and I did say resilience. I was like, super resilience. Yes. You know, you got to be able to bounce back and yeah. and and bend without breaking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's my thing. My thing is I get the, I got the resiliency, but I also have the energy. My bipolar disorder is type one. So I rarely get depressed. I get a lot of energy. So with the energy, I'm able to work. Like literally these little videos that we're talking about that I've done in five and a half years, I have 21,000 of them. Wow. Yeah. That is impressive. 21,000. Like I just... I became, and that was the thing. Like I became, when I realized that this is my purpose, this is who I was meant to be, I didn't want to stop doing it. I I, I couldn't stop doing it. I ran my house crazy, filming, 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 (laughs) filming. And I released sometimes 15 separate videos a day. And they all have a different message. They all have a different message. I can talk about love a million different ways. And, and I just want to say this. So I went to the divine one day and this was about two years ago and actually three years ago. And I said, I'm nervous. 
Now, mind you, when I say I went to the divine, having this conversation here sure. and in the mirror and in the mirror, the mirror is in front of me. So I'm like, I love that. I'm so, I love that. yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm nervous. So then the divine me says, why are you nervous? I said, because I've been doing this for about two years now and I'm scared that I'm going to run out of content. I'm scared that I'm going to run out of things to say. I'm scared that I'm going to run out of songs to sing, songs to write. I'm scared that this is going to have a a short shelf life. I'm nervous. Do you know what myself and the divine said to me? Tell me. The divine said to me, Bjorn, that's my name. You are tapped into an infinite source. So if you are tapped into an infinite source, you have an infinite amount of possibilities on what to say and what to sing. You will never run out of content or material because you are infinite. And when when I realized that, that was it. I've been going and going. I script those things and I keep going. Songs come. I keep going. Like, I'm not afraid. I had to remove the fear. That's what that talk was. Because when fear comes in, fear is a natural emotion, first of all. I always say that to my to my mentees. Fear is a natural emotion. It comes in. It sometimes it warns you and lets you know that your adversary couldn't can harm you and that you need to have respect for your adversary. But in the face of fear, bravery can represent itself. You can be strong. You can be courageous. You can have valor. You can have courage. Those things don't come unless presented with fear and you choose another option than to run. So I was like, oh my God, like I, like I literally got rid of all fear because I realized I can do this. This is something I do regularly. I can do this. And to this day, people are like, oh, well, your last album was released in 2018. Are you going to release more music? And and what I love about it is I'm so honest. I said, well, you know, making music is expensive. When I have the, the currency to be able to do another album, I'll do another album. Like I can flat out tell the truth. Like I, like I don't have to worry. Like, and, 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 and then I'll say, and by the way, you can still come to my channel and get those kick-ass messages that you're getting from it. <laughs> like yes. that it's, there's so much freedom in connecting to self. There's so much freedom in connecting to self. There is less bondage when you are with you. Yep. And you're more free to tell the truth, which that was one of your things is about, um, you know, you, you use the truth, you said, to get your point. Yes. And yes, that's the thing, being truthful with yourself. But then. Yes. That frees you up to say those things. And I've tried to pay attention to those little spots in my own life when you might yes. want to make things sound better than they really are. Like, right. oh, yes, I'm writing some things, you know, or whatever you must say, instead of just flat out saying like, yeah, when I have the funds, right. like, and, and who cares? Who cares? Right. You know? And, and, and the thing about it is, too, they'll wait because they know you will deliver. And when you deliver, you give 100% of your best. They'll wait. I didn't realize that. They'll wait. <laughs> they will wait. Yes. An album from you being authentic with all that you say will wait. They started saying it to me. Oh, honey, this that means this album is going to be 
amazing because you're not trying to be someone else. You're not trying to do something and ride a trend. You are giving us these lessons in song. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly, literally, I had, real quick, I had some problems in 2018 with my album. Now, little old me, I'm like, okay, nobody knows me. What's going on? In 2018, my album, when I had some people try to steal my trademark, I my lawyer issued a cease and desist letter. Desist letter. We we got rid of that, took care of that. It was fine. It was safe. Um, then what happens is my album got leaked. Hmm. I was devastated because I just recently said on my podcast, I, I went down to Atlanta for the first time meeting my producer. I caught an upper respiratory infection. And literally my stay was supposed to be two weeks because I was busy with the Queen of Shade outfit. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to come down here. I'm going to sing this in two weeks and I'm going to leave. I ended up staying a month, had an upper respiratory infection, sang that album with an upper respiratory infection. You want to talk about bad ass. I did that album and it came out brilliant. There were some songs I had to sing over and over and over again. And I was taking my ginger and my honey and my tea and, you know, taking care of my voice. But I worked really hard for that album. It was 24 songs, Amy. It got leaked. I don't know how, don't know why. And literally they got 20 of the 24 songs. So my lawyer, I'm, I'm crying. I, I'm, I'm hysterical. I'm talking to my lawyer. Oh my God, this is just the worst thing that can ever happen to an unknown artist. Like, I'm like, oh my God. So he's like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. We have to, we have to issue these digital copyright media, you know, these digital media copyright act takedown notices for all the search engines. Keep doing it. Amy, I literally issued at least 25 takedown notices to Google and Internet Explorer for them to keep taking down my album. Because every time they took it down, it popped up on a server through like Russia or somewhere where we had no jurisdiction. And I'm like, oh, my God, like somebody's really trying to end me. Not me. Not me. So get this. I always write music. I always have a tune in my heart. Do you know what I did? Wrote new music? I did did a deluxe album. But look, I'm type one bipolar, superpower or or medical condition. I get a lot of energy. My voice is better by this point. Amy, I do a deluxe album. Not only do I put the 20 songs on there that they got, I add the four and then I add 26 more. The deluxe album has 50 songs on it and I released it right at the same time that the album came out. Amy, I the reason why I'm telling you this is because I was shitting bricks like I was like oh my god what am I going to do this is going to cost me so much money but I did it and immediately all of those whoever was behind it stopped putting up the leaked 20 songs because if you looked up my name now not only would that come up 
but the deluxe album with 50 songs on it would come up. And I'm like, oh my God. So my, like, it, what was crazy, now mind you, to wrap this long story up, I get notices in the mail, one for every single song that I had on my album. So it was 50 notices, a bunch of envelopes came to my house. I'm like, I open it up and I'm not understanding what it's saying about securing a mechanical license. So I'm like, oh my God, I call my lawyer. I'm like, I'm getting sued. I'm getting sued. I'm getting sued for my own music. I'm getting sued. He's like, what do they say? Send me the one of the notices. So I scanned it in, in my uh, scanner and I sent it to him. He's like, no, these are the streaming services asking you for permission to mechanically copy your music. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, this is Spotify. This is Shazam. This is Deezer. These, these are these, these companies. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what's going on? He said, well, congratulations, Mr. Unknown. You are now a mainstream artist. This only happens to mainstream artists. Then not only that, but then the Harry Fox Association reaches out to me. They only represent mainstream artists and now this unknown. So through all of the trauma, a blessing happened. It worked out for my good. Oh, and I couldn't believe it. I, l listen, it, too much has happened to me. We, we'll have to do that on other other shows because you know I, like literally but no too much has happened to me for it to be like i tell people all the time so much has happened to me i can't lie at this point i just have to tell the truth because you're not going to believe it anyway but yeah so much has happened but yeah being myself trusting myself i literally was panicking and then spirit gave me the solution and it shut down everything put the kibosh on everything my music now plays in 56 countries. Beautiful. 56 countries. Yeah. It's just like, oh my God. So yeah. Well, where so. does, where does, I know there's self in there, but where does belief fall for you? Because those were moments of doubt, you know? Yeah. But, um, and so many times it's like, no, just believe, just believe. But this is proof that maybe even if you don't believe, it's still going to happen anyway. <laughs> Get this when I love that you asked it because I'm going to tell you the truth as far as where belief lies in this. I didn't believe in myself enough. I didn't believe. I didn't believe while I was doing any of it. I didn't believe. I hoped I had faith. Well, here's one thing that you did, though. Uh, and I just was listening to an Abraham Hicks about this the other day. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were saying they were talking about daydreaming and yes. dreaming in general. And you earlier said, you yes. know, you're dreaming all the time and you were daydreaming all the time. All the time. And I, the this time. is a two part question. So you were you were day I, I asked my boyfriend about this the other day. He's a powerful manifester. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Hey, yes. do you daydream? And he was like, all the time. And I was like, Oh, really? And he was like, I have all my life all the time. And I was like, wow, okay. I need to get yes. my daydream on a little bit more. And so, yes. so while you may not have had that belief, you were still dreaming and daydreaming yes. and yes. which we could call envisioning really. And yes. so you were doing that. And so I guess I'm curious, like you were doing that. So yes. it's not exactly a question, but you were in that instance, even though you may not have had that belief. And then I'm right. curious, like, what are your daydreams now? You know what's so crazy? My daydreams now, 
I'm having one now. Mm. <laughs> as soon as I look away, <laughs> when I look away, it's like the movie screen starts. I'm seeing Paris. I'm seeing Paris. And I'm seeing me hug friends that I haven't seen in 15 years. I see happiness there because that's where I want to be. Amy. That's where I really want to live and be. So I, my daydreams keep telling me that by hook or by crook, I will arrive at the place that I most desperately, most emphatically want to be. So all of my daydreams center around France. And I see, and I, and I see, like, I see me performing. Like I have friends there now and they're like, if you come back here, you will, it will be easier. You bring your music, you'll be able to do it. It will be easier for you because they're, they're celebrities in France themselves. So they're like, you will be able to do it. You will break into the market. It will not be a problem. So I've already been told that. So I kind of have that assured. Start learning French. So yeah, like, right. They always say that I, I, I have this Maybe little app that in my phone that helps you to learn. And I understand it better than I can speak it. Like I see what it says. I know what it says. I, I understand when someone says it to me, but actually me to speak it. They say we have a Yankee accent. Like, you know, so <laughs> they always said to me, you have a Yankee accent, like in Paris. So I'm like, oh, okay. So, but yeah, but I always, I see, I see the arrival at what I view as my most happiest moment. You, that's what I see. And I see further past it, but I see the arrival at what for me is a culmination of all happiness to return. I left my heart there. So literally everything that I do at the end of it, when I'm by myself, when I wipe my face of makeup and I pull off my hair and I take and I push, place away my gowns, I sit. And as I'm sitting there, it just brings me, I'm, I literally am just seeing myself walking down the Champs-Élysées or at the Eiffel Tower or, you know, just breathe. And, and, and the funny thing about it, now that you ask me, what am I doing in the daydream? I'm literally closing my eyes and breathing in the air. I'm literally, so I'm daydreaming. Like you're full feeling about it. Meditate. Full feeling it. <laughs> so you see that? I'm daydreaming about meditate huh. there. Yeah, it's, it's a weird, I'm a weirdo. But no, I don't <laughs> think it's weird at all. No, it's not weird at all. It's actually a really good tool, a really yeah. great tool. And I'm wondering, I think that there's two ways to look at it. One, mm -hmm. You know, people could be like, that could take you out of the happiness of this moment. But I don't think so. I think it can actually make no. you happier in this moment. Yeah, it makes me happier. Makes me happier. Because also, my happiest moment is when I do this. You know, like, I, so I'm, I'm at that moment, this is being put away. So I'm in kind of a transition or in between as I return to my normal self. And then the daydream of Paris happens. So I was happy while I did this and then I'm happy wiping it off and things like that. But while I'm wiping it off, here comes that daydream to remind me where I'm going. So it's, it's kind of like, just, it's like a, like a, um, what is that? Uh, like a, a mechanism inside of me to just mm -hmm. keep me motivated and focused. Yeah. Okay. Well, you just said something right now. Let's talk about, you just said my normal self. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you see that? Yeah. Like, uh. This, you don't consider this your normal self? No, <laughs> no, no, I don't. And, and you know what's so crazy? I used to say that, oh, the Queen of Shade is a character, a character, a character. No, she's not. She's a deity. 
a she's deity. a deity that yeah she's a deity that was sent through to me I like and that. yeah and honestly when when I am the queen of shade it's not the same I'm not the same when I am down and I'm beyond and I am living myself my life I still have the same um I'm still I still have access to the strength I still have access to the assurity, to the power, to the knowledge, to the confidence. But this right here, not Bjorn, not Bjorn. This is not Bjorn Dufault. And it's so crazy because I've gotten better at channeling her. Like I've gotten better at allowing her. Yes, she uses my voice. Yes, she uses my face. Yes, my body. I've talked about it on on my podcast and they're just like, oh my God, this is so bizarre. And I'm like, well, sweetie, life is bizarre. It it doesn't always add up to (laughs) a a beautiful equation. This is is my existence. You know, they ask me, well, well, how is it that you're so good at what you do? I'm like, well, I'm telling you, this is how good and this is why I'm good. You can either take it or leave it. This is a deity. She uses this being, uses this body. And then when I put this away, she takes and because it's kind of like a respite, you know, I can't do and be this all the time, but I can have self-love. I can daydream. I can do my shaman work. I can do my seer work. But this is like a pinnacle of all of that. It's like, okay, we're firing all cylinders here. Like you get the, like even your, your um, producers were saying to me, you get the visual as well as the knowledge. <laughs> it, it really does matter. It matters. And, and it, it, it's a deity. She's a deity. I think yes, I was I think I was surprised by you using the word normal, maybe, because yeah. your normal is just going to be your own normal. It's not going to be right. that's your version. It's not compared. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not, not compared. It's not compared to society or anything else. My normal is me. Like that's that, right. It's compared to just me. When I say normal, it's really just me relaxing out of this. Right. Like, that's what it is. Still like because <laughs> even when I take my mentee calls, I'm I'm out of this but I'm still firing. But when they ask me certain questions, I still feel the deity come. I still will feel it. Like when I said to you, you're a star. What you are seeking, you already have. That's that's what she does. Mm -hmm. That's what she does. Oh, that's that's really beautiful. And it goes right back to what we started out with that unconventional that, you know, I I remember saying that to my ex-husband once and I was like, maybe your normal is just different than everybody else's. And he thought that was so funny, but it is your normal can be yours. Your conventional can be your conventional, which is unconventional for everybody else. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, no one has the same life experiences that you do. And if they do, they're still going to take away from those experiences something altogether different than what you took away from it. Oh, two people can That's have what, the you know, exact same experience yeah. and come yes. away with something completely different. It's so fascinating. Yeah. It's like children that grow up in the same household. Mm-hmm. I have three siblings. We don't see our life the same way. None of us do. So, yeah, like you can live in the same household, have the same experiences and totally walk away with a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. What have we missed? Anything that we missed that we, we want to cover today? Have we missed anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we got, actually, we got going and we hit the gas and 
That's how I do. That's how I do. I'm like, let's get right into it. When you said it, you were like three minutes in and you were like, let's go to another level. And I was like, yes, let's go to another level. (laughs) No, I, we hit the the gas. gas. I am, I am just so grateful that you showed up the way you did today. I mean, you show up like this in life. I know that. And you show up online. I've watched your videos and listened to some of your podcasts. And uh, I'm just so grateful for the way that you show up in the example that you set for others to live their lives. Yeah. It's just, it's my life's work. It's what, uh, it's what like glitz and glamour aside, it's just my purpose. Yeah. It's my purpose. And you can be just as shiny as you want to be when you're doing it. I'm a believer in that. Well, then as we go today, I want to turn it over to you and just ask, you know, what do you feel called to either reiterate or share or just touch on, not even touch on, go into or anything that calls to your heart before we go that you want to share? Sure. The one thing that I want to leave with your audience it makes me a little teary-eyed. I want them to always remember to be kind to themselves because the world, life, society, norms, roles, gender roles, all kinds of things are going to come that want a piece of you. But at the end of the day, I want them to always remember When I say be kind to yourself, I mean in your self-talk, in your treatment. Get that sleep, Amy. (laughs) Get that sleep. Get that sleep because the sleep will make you better. And who knows, you may dream about something that you can bring to the world and that they didn't have it because it wasn't done your way. You know? Mm -hmm. So my thing is, be kind. There's enough things out here in this world that are going to come for us, that are going to challenge us, that are going to try us, that are going to push us to our limits and our levels. There are going to be a lot of things we lose to and have to start over and refight just like a video game. You, you die at the big boss. So there are going to be many big bosses in our lives that we are not going to whip on the first try, the second try, the third try. But we need to be kind to ourselves and to enough that we're able to say, don't matter as long as it takes, because I believe in me. I believe in me and I don't care what anybody says. I'm not going to drop my own back. I have my own back no matter what, no matter where I go, no matter who I'm with. I've got me. And that is what I want to leave with your audience. The way you see me show up is because, and the way that you are showing up is because we've got us. We've got us. It doesn't matter what's going on around us. We've got us. And we are being kind and gentle to ourselves because everything isn't our fault. Everything isn't our fault. Things happen because they happen. So why beat up on yourself because something happened that was meant to happen because it just didn't favor you at the time? At the time. Understand that it may not have favored you at the time, but a delay is not a denial. 
It doesn't mean it won't ever favor you. It's just not your time. So keep going. Keep on coming back. Keep on showing up for you because eventually your ticket's going to be called. You And only you're going to be able to answer that. You'll be like, wait a minute. It's, those are my numbers. And then not only will your ticket number be called, but all this extra wisdom, knowledge, experience, understanding you carry with you because you leaned into the curves and learned the lesson. So be kind, be kind, be kind. And that's the last thing I want to say. Be kind to you. To you. To you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautifully said. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know what? I'll just, I'm, I, we can just promise each other right now. I'm just going to be kind to myself. Yes. I'll, I'll promise. I'm going to be kind to myself. Good. I'm going to be kind That's to right. myself too. That's right. Yeah. Maybe somebody now can. Now look just, at that. Now there's accountability. There's accountability. Who can other people listening to this make accountability with? You can make it with me yep. right now. Make it with you. Yep. They could go on your Instagram at uh, I am yep. the queen of shade. They could, they could yep. say it right there in the comments, you know? Yep. Anytime. Be kind. Yep. Yep. And then it's out there. Then you said yes. It. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then you said it. So I would encourage everyone to find you, follow you, listen to your music, be uplifted by your messages, and be inspired by your continued abundance of beautiful, uplifting content. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. I, thank you for having me. Thank, thank you. For you. And I have to say, you know, I've had those moments too, where I have felt like, oh, am I going to run out of things to talk about on my podcast? But no, I'm not going to run out. There's there's never, it's unending. It is it's, unending. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. You're an infinite being. It's we impossible are. to do. That's right. Yep. If we are God, if we are God, mm-hmm. would God run out? No. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> so you can't. Nope. And it'll I, never happen. So much good things. And a, and a delay is not a denial. Boy, is that the right. truth. So thank mm-hmm. you for everything that you put out there today. I am so uh, honored to share your wisdom and your voice and your um, messaging just to amplify everything that you have in in any way that I can. So I just want to say thank you again, Bjorn queen of shade. So honored, so honored. And just review one more time how everyone can find you. And of course it will be in my intro, my outro, and it will be in the show notes. So people can just click through. And I know you have one good link. That's, um, I I was going to say, I have one good link. Yeah. My one good link. It's flow page, uh, the, the, the slash backslash queen of shade. That's flow page. It's all one word flow page.com backslash the queen of shade. It'll take you to everything. Beautiful. And I will have that in the show notes too. So everybody can find Thank you. you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. You are just a gorgeous ray of light. And so thank, thank you. you. A ray of light that provides shade for all of us in the best yes, way. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love when you say that. I'm going to use that. <laughs> you Amy. should. I'm going to use that. It's true. I'm going to use that. That's the biggest compliment I've ever received. Oh that, my gosh. That shade can be also shading these people just so that they can get a moment to themselves to just feel the breeze, regather. You know, know? Like, to I know that being, they're, they're covered. You're covered for a yeah. moment. Just yeah. relax. You know, beautiful yeah. thing. I love you. you. I love you. Thank you love so you much. You too, darling. Yes. Love Mwah. you too, darling. Mwah. So much love and light to you. Thank you. 
huge, huge thanks to Bjorn Defoe, a.k.a. the Queen of Shade. I am just so honored that you showed up today. Thank you so much for being a guest on this show. Um, remember that you can connect there uh, with the Queen of Shade at I am the Queen of Shade on Instagram or online at flow.page slash the Queen of Shade. And of course, the link is in our show notes. So you can go there to connect, which I highly recommend. The videos are great and very uplifting and um, there's an abundance of content, right? So one of the things I loved the final message about being kind to yourself. Um, I, I mean, I just had a moment about being kind to myself. And like I said in the episode, just about approaching myself with some tenderness and not falling back into those old patterns of beating myself up. Those aren't good, right? Those aren't serving us. Those aren't serving us our highest good. We think we're being realistic in those moments, but we're really not. What we're being is um, lower vibing for sure. Like that's that lower vibrational state. I I loved that. That really stayed with me. What she said about that, all the bullying, all the shit that she's been through in her life doesn't even compare to how bad she beat herself up. So that's where we can start, you know, just stop beating yourself up, use it to learn. Like we were saying, thank, thank ourselves for all of it. And, you know, can, can we just be kind and just be grateful in that moment, be kind to ourselves and be like, thank you. Yeah. Hell yeah. It got me here. And now here I am listening to this podcast, wherever you are, here I am learning, here I am showing up, here I am, you know, honoring the moment and getting as present as I can be. And here, here I am. It all led me here. And that is kind. That is kind to yourself. And that is beautiful. And that's going to feel good. And feeling good is a good thing. We're not here to feel bad. We're not. I keep listening to Abraham Hicks and they're constantly saying like, we're here to feel good. That's, that's what we're made for. So lift yourself up, lift others up. It, it all flows out. So I talked to you today about signs. We talked about signs. I talked about signs in the intro and just looking for signs. And one of the things that I wrote down as an affirmation for myself today, I wrote it in my little planner that I use. Um, it has a little space for affirmations, but even if you don't, even if you have like a little notebook to do list, even on your phone, put it on your home screen, make a different affirmation, make a pop-up, make a message to yourself. But this is one, I am a magnet for signs. Because if we tell ourselves, I'm a magnet for signs and just start telling ourselves that and affirming that, you're going to start seeing signs more and more all the time. So you are a magnet for signs. I am a magnet for signs. It's a great affirmation. Write it down on a post-it note, stick it on your mirror. I'm a big fan of that. I am a big fan of you too and us showing up and up-leveling our lives and making things rock more all the time. So grateful that you're here. Thank you so much. Rate, review, share the podcast. If it has meant something to you, I am so, so grateful. Please do because it does matter. Thank you so much um, for everything, for showing up. And uh, thanks again to our guest, the Queen of Shade, Bjorn Defoe. So grateful. Um, I guess that's it. I guess that's all of our business today. Subscribe to the newsletter if you haven't yet. It's at amyedwards.com. Big thanks to everyone at Hot Pie. I had Colton in here today. Thank you, Colton. Um, and thank you to everyone at Hot Pie. And um, thank you to you because here we are, right? Doing this thing together. 
Yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful. I feel it in my heart right now. I hope you do too. You're a magnet for signs. Don't you forget it. I love you so much. And I'm wishing you abundance, kindness, peace, love, happiness, beauty, gratitude, manifestation of all the best stuff in the whole wide world to you and yours until we meet again next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked this show, please rate and review. It totally matters. And I encourage you to spread the love too and share this episode with a friend if you feel called. Find me and my newsletter sign up at amyedwards.com. And you can also connect with me on Instagram at realamyedwards or in Clubhouse at amyedwards or write to me. It's amy at amyedwards.com.